Welcome to another episode of the Local Podcast, a podcast about all things local, brought to you by the Wiregrass Local and Bar Media. What up, dude? Welcome to the local office, Zach Swan. How you doing? Thank you. Doing well, man. Doing well. Uh, Hanging out, staying busy. Dude, these butter... Not butterflies. These ladybugs. <laughs> it's like death from above in here. I've never realized how... I don't even want to know how many are in here. I'm sure I'd be Ooh, terrified. I think I have got my eyes on like four right now. They're my family, dude. Yeah. <laughs> They're Hanging seasonal. out with the ladies up, upstairs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kicking with them ladies in the clock tower. Um... Welcome to it, man. I'm glad to have you here. Finally. Thank you. Yeah, I know we've been talking yeah. about it for like your parents came in, what, two or three years ago? Yeah, something like that. A long like, time ago. They're like, you should get Zach in here. Yeah. Like, you guys are way more alike. And I was like, I thought we were friends, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, what's that Gina. supposed to mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, me and my wife actually got a chance to go down there and check out the uh, Fairhope property. Yeah. Yeah. I remember them. Dude, it's awesome. That. Yeah, it, I mean, it was before the hurricane. Oh yeah, yeah. And, like ripped the dock apart. I mean, it was awesome. We were there. Yeah. We were there like two weeks later too, and it was dang. It was uh, it hadn't even been brought back up the shoreline back to the mm-hmm. house. It was still down at a neighbor's house or something. Yeah. Um, but your parents have a knack for finding properties and rejuvenating them and. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, I don't think they've ever lived in something that wasn't a fixer upper. Um, it, it's just been a, a long history of like. I guess just finding the the best deal they can while not shafting themselves too much to where yeah. they're in a, a bad spot. Turn into some weird, yeah, <laughs> self-deprecating like situation where yeah, you don't yeah. want to get up because you're like, it's too much to do. Yeah, no, that's never been them though. I mean, I remember shoot walking across like the floor joists with no floor in the kitchen, getting ready for school in like fourth, fifth grade. So yeah, like that, I was kind of brought up by a bunch of farmers. Well, not a mm. bunch. Like my family is all dairy farmers. Oh, wow. And so having a room that's not completely like trimmed out or finished is not that weird for me at all. No, no. Um, yeah, there's people that, you know, they got to live with like the 100% like perfect surroundings, yeah. everything. I'm not that kind of person. I don't want to pay like, for that kind of surrounding. Right? Like I'd yeah. also. See, my, my parents didn't either. But then they just did it themselves, which sure. is like their downfall. That's what <laughs> I mean. Just the like, do-it-themselves kind of thing. Yeah. they, Dude, I've seen old Throwback Thursdays of them, like, framing out additions to houses. like Nonstop for, like, the past 30 and years, crazy. dude. I don't know when they'll ever take a break. It's, that's cool, It's though, crazy, like, yeah. You should. I mean, I would assume that you picked up a bunch of tips and, oh, yeah. like, yeah. skills off of having all these projects shoved down your throat. <laughs> yeah, definitely picked up a bunch of uh, tips, learned a ton of stuff about just, you know, basically every not 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 like enough to do any of it perfectly but like enough to do all of it like Mm -hmm. (laughs) semi-perfectly so it's been nice you know just owning owning my house apartment stuff like that just uh being able to not like panic or anything and you know like it's it's different from apartments too where you know you own the property now and like you're like oh shoot something broke you call the landlord and like you pick up your other phone and you're like what's up Oh, this bro. <laughs> yeah, now yeah, you got to yeah. go fix the leaking toilet or whatever. Po- money from one pocket to the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's net. We just actually closed on our house a few weeks ago. Nice. And so we'd been living there for two years. And a friend of ours had moved out of town, and they were like, "You want my house?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll buy Dope. it." Yeah, that's cool. I don't want to move my stuff out. Yeah, this, if I can just <laughs> sign paperwork instead of packing up, like. Get the paperwork. Yeah, yeah, that's that's even worth something too, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
How, uh, you came from Birmingham, right? Mm-hmm. Like before yep. you got to Dothan? Yeah, yeah. Went from Enterprise to Birmingham for school and then back down to uh, Dothan. Where'd you live in Birmingham? Like what's uh, part I lived of in Southside. Oh, it was, rad. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was at the Crown Apartments. I, li- I lived there. It was like a, a nice like 10 15 minute bike ride from uab so yeah it was cool and it's all downhill it. yeah yeah the Going trip back yeah, yeah the trip back's a killer yeah but yeah it was if fun if you were too. late though you were getting after it exactly I mean, it easy. yeah yeah now the the cold days were fun too because i mean it'd be like 20 degrees and i'd be like mm-hmm. i'm still riding my bike oh, put yeah. on all the gear and everything show up in like the full like what is it the baklava <laughs> like yeah, pull yeah. it down <laughs> It was so funny. Um, it was great times, man. I wish Dothan was more bike friendly. Yeah, that's one thing that, I mean, sh- walking friendly too. But Right, yeah, yeah, everything's just so spread out because mm-hmm. I don't know if it was, I moved, I didn't move here till like 1990. Um, and even then I was eight years old. So it's not mm-hmm. like I really had a clue of what was going on or why. Yeah. But looking at like how the city's set up, I don't know if it was trying to be like a, Jacksonville type big city where it's mm-hmm. like area big and not necessarily population big or yeah. um or what but I remember just looking around and it's like there's I don't see any two story buildings anywhere yeah and yeah I came it's from Syracuse New York which is basically Birmingham just up north mm-hmm. it's strange I mean I you know you look at like all the I guess what the planning is and like the layouts of everything and you're like what's next who knows, you know? Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, it doesn't seem like there's a cohesive idea, so yeah, to say. Yeah, there's no, like, common theme as yeah. to any area of town. Mm-hmm. There's no grid system. There's no, no. yeah, it's just all kind of, like, willy-nilly. But, I mean, you know, you got the room to do it in Dothan, so yeah. why not? <laughs> I'm interested to see, I want to see what the city looks like when it starts building up instead of out. Yeah, yeah, um, I've been interested about that, too. It's crazy, though, because, like, all the houses... There's like there's not a lot of um, freed up residential area where you could start mm-hmm. building like for real condo like live in own like own yeah. apartments. Um, I f- dude, I think that's a huge. I think that's a huge asset that we're missing out on. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would enjoy that. Acom, yeah, could live I mean, it up. I'm not trying to like hijack business from the apartment complexes here or anything, yeah. but like the whole owning your own dwelling is. It's, it's important. Yeah. 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 It gives you some like sense of belonging, at least to the community. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, it's, and I mean, you're reinvesting. In yeah. Now you've got, you need that property to not be just go down the tubes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, what is it? If you are actually like own a, a place here or like a place anywhere, really, I mean, like you're going to be that much more invested in the community, um, invested in making your city better instead of just For being sure. like, this is an apartment I can leave in a month if I wanted yeah. to. It's not like a truck stop where you run yeah. in, use the bathroom, probably get it all over the floor. Yeah. Never, you don't even <laughs> touch anything because it's kind of gross in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, not at the sheets, though. Have you ever been to sheets? Uh truck stops in like the Carolinas and stuff. No. It's like a nightclub. Oh, snap. And then like nightclub. a buffet. It's crazy in there. Got disco is... balls hanging from the gas pumps. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I wish it was that that sick. That'd be amazing. Yeah, somebody needs to do a themed gas station. We started kicking around ideas of different kind of bars to open. Hmm. Um, just based on different themes. And we were talking about... Um, was it the laundromat bar? We were talking about doing like a NASCAR. Like laundromat, like there's like washers and dryers. Oh, yeah. In it? Oh, yeah. Like, so you just go at like a, what, just, 10 p.m., do you your laundry, grab a couple. <laughs> while you're doing 
doing the delicates. That's cool. I like that. I think I think it would be amazing. Mm-hmm. There's a um, there's a laundromat right around the corner from our house over by the country club. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that's a perfect spot. Hey, just add a bar into it, right? That's it. Dude, that'd be amazing. Get that bottle of suds after work. <laughs> There's so many bad puns you can get into for that. Yeah, um, right. How uh, how did you get started off with the idea of Mural City? Um, well, you know, looking at like the the market of coffee in Dothan. That was a, well, first it was the building, you know, you get the building and then you're like, what goes in the space? Sure. Um, but then we were looking at mainly the, the two things that we were looking at was what industry was there that we loved, like as a family, as individuals, um, that we couldn't get at Dothan or like in Dothan. Um, and then, um, what was lacking in terms of like places to go, things to do, places to escape to. Mm. There really wasn't a lot of that where you could just yeah. like leave your house and go do something for free if you wanted to mm. or for, you know, like $2 yeah, or something. Yeah, that wasn't like run by leisure services. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. So it's either, you know, you go to a park or something, but if now, you know, you got like a 3,000 square foot place to go sit down. I yeah. mean, that, that was one of the main draws uh, to us actually following through with the coffee shop idea was the um i guess what we saw is like the need for that space to just go um, yeah and with the square footage it just made sense mm-hmm. so. um and then we all love coffee um you know being military and stuff it was easier for us to travel around after darren got out um and you know he just started taking trips and we just get dragged along with them so sure. we start you know going to all these coffee shops every place we stop um, and you see some really cool coffee shops. Yeah. They're just, they're badass shops everywhere around the nation. And, you know, just to like bring a little bit of that to a city that just seemed like it was lacking in that, um, not necessarily like completely, but just to bring yeah. something else new and fresh. Yeah. The yeah way you, I mean, we've had, I mean, Dakota's been here for a bunch of years. Um, mm-hmm. In respect to being an OG, that's, that's, yeah. that's real. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then like uh, Bird and the Bean. Uh, Mr. Coffee Bean, like they're all rad shops in their own mm-hmm. right. Um, but the way you guys have done it, you can tell that there is a lot of uh, travel and real strategic planning going into the just the vibe of the place. Yeah. Um, like you guys had a clear vision of what that was going to be. And yeah, yeah. Stayed as exact to that as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the same thing with like bird and bean, they have the way that they wanted to be locked into. Oh, yeah. And that is definitely, um, like that's part of a business, you know, you gotta, yeah. you gotta lock in onto that vibe. You gotta lock in onto the, um, your branding identity, the branding. Basically. Yeah, exactly. You know, you gotta make sure people understand it. They know it and either, you, you know, you hope they like it, Sure. but then they just come back for it. And mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's probably like 60% of running a business. So. Yeah. The, but the cool thing is. You guys have seemed seem to have been able to like tap into that market that not a lot of people realize is here. Mm-hmm. Like all the punk rockers that are in town, like which are a ton, mm. by the way. Um, like the skate, a whole. I'm sure the whole skate community is a thousand percent down. Like yeah, we have a bunch of kids skateboarders coming and, in. Yeah, yeah, like makers and artists and just creative types where on the other end of the street it's a little more corporate structured vibe mm-hmm. um just it's rad that you've been able to create what you have where um everybody can live 
and deal with each other, not deal with each other, that's not <laughs> um, but interact with each other in such a rad way. Like instead yeah. of just being like, all right, this is our business. It's like buy coffee or get the hell out. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know that's not necessarily the vibe that anybody yeah. really wants to be known for. Yeah. Or, and, and luckily too, you know, we, we do have the square footage so we don't have to be like buy yeah. coffee and get out. <laughs> so yeah. it, it has been nice to be able to relax a little bit on that end of things mm-hmm. um, where, you know, we do have, um, I guess some of the like transient population sometimes coming in and like grabbing, you know, a small bite to eat or something, but it's, it's nice to not be like, Hey man, you're taking up 10% of our seating right Nobody's now. Nobody's feeling up. Nobody's feeling rushed. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's nice to just provide that like calm atmosphere, like you were saying. Yeah. Mixed with you know something that's not going to be like, I don't want to say like. Um, uh, I'll say this: it's it's somewhere to go where you don't feel like anybody's looking at you weird. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's hopefully the main vibe that I kind of try to push is like, nobody's yeah. looking at you weird when everybody, you walk in. Yeah. Everybody's down for everybody. When that's how I yeah. feel when they're like, I mean, that's good. Cause I've seen, you know, everything from everybody in their Sunday best all the way to like cat ears. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, dope. This is yeah, cool. This the, is exactly what I it. want. Yeah. Um, it's funny when I get, when I'm introduced to people, like I met your parents first. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what the, I think they were working on some air conditioning in that way like in the living quarters upstairs yeah <laughs> uh so like a, probably a f- good six to eight months before y'all opened yeah and every time i meet somebody who has a son who is not like the run-of-the-mill like khaki shorts dude yeah everybody's like you and my son would get along great and every time i'm like i bet i bet <laughs> and i'm like oh man i don't want to meet him but yeah. with you i mean i'm always Almost 99% of the time, very pleasantly surprised like that not only do they figure my personality out super quick, mm-hmm. but they recognize like the overlap in hobbies and all this stuff. And they're like, you and Zach would be best homies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I hope I live up to your expectations. But <laughs> no, so far, I mean, you wouldn't be yeah. here if I thought you were like cool get the in there worst. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah if you're anything near like annoying, I'd be like, nah. Yeah. I promise I, I don't own a pair of uh, khaki chubbies. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think I own a pair of chubbies. Yeah, no, <laughs> I do own I do own short shorts though. I got, I got dude, I make my yeah. own. I got hey. some uh, white denim. Hey, you can get low in those, man. Yeah, yeah, you can get real low. That's it's impressive. You know, you cut them like what is it, three inch inseam, cut off denim. You got the little scraps hanging down. Yeah. You can you can spread out. Yeah, it's nice. It's not bad. <laughs> like it's cozy. You don't have anything like yanking at your kneecap. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like I wear a lot, like I grew up wearing like oversized everything. Cause all I listened uh, yeah. to was like West coast hip hop. And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm gonna be the next Dr. Dre. Did you, did you have chains hanging off of any of it? Eventually. But that yeah. was like more the skate vibe that came into it rather yeah. than just like straight. Uh, Gosh, what were they called? Oh man. Like Jenko's Jenko. Yeah. That's yeah. all. Yep. There it I, is. I yeah. had that going on. Like I had Jenko khakis that I would wear to church. Nice. This is a whole uh, whole motif I was rocking back in. Hey, that's cool. Two thousand. No, I'm just kidding. That was like ninety six, ninety seven, probably. Um, yeah, butt cuts and Jenkos, dog. <laughs> butt for <cuts>. life. <laughs> that was it. Um, I'm gonna steal that butt cuts. I like that. Yeah, dude. Why not? Get that middle part. <laughs> that like Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but with like some Pantera in there. Okay, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Just walk around telling people to respect you with That's like the, the short shorts on. Yeah, you got it. That sounds like a neighbor that I want. <laughs> kind of. Mm-hmm. 
like Carl. Is it Carl from? Oh man, that stupid cartoon with Master Shake and Meatwad and Oh, uh, Aqua Teen Hunger there Force. You go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like he, he does neighbor. wear butt cuts, doesn't he? Um, uh, I think so. In like a really no, tight. I'm talking about the haircut. I'm talking about like oh. the part down the center. Oh, the, okay. But booty shorts, yeah, we can name those butt cuts too. That's not bad. <gasps> oh snap! Now I'm tracking. But I like both. You want to put Chubby's out of business tomorrow? <laughs> Start the company butt cuts. What you got going on, <laughs> dude? I'm hey, ready. that might be successful. I'm always so, like, ready for cut it. off denim jeans and they're just butt cuts. <laughs> I've heard of worse ideas. Right? I've seen worse ideas played out, like hey. which is even more sad. Yeah, you know, you just got to nail the vibe and run with it. Yeah, butt cuts. <laughs> I don't see why not. Um, so, how was it getting everything started down there? Like once, once everything was functioning as a coffee shop. You started getting your certificate of occupancy and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, was that pretty, pretty easy to navigate? Or yeah, I mean the the start was nice. I really liked the start uh, that we had. The main portion of it was thanks to Destiny and her work on social media and everything. Mm-hmm. She is killer at that. Yeah. She does so well. Um, but we actually had a pretty solid following of like three thousand plus on mm-hmm. our Instagram before we even opened our doors. Yeah, so bringing go ahead oh, i was gonna say that's one of the things that people don't realize is the build-up mm-hmm. to a grand opening is a not more important yeah but it can be equally as important as oh that, absolutely as just getting your name out there at all yeah i mean like for instance uh something that kind of like ties into that um the when our windows got finished on the front of the the building, like mm-hmm. all of our new, um, the front of it, uh, we put like brown paper up like 10 feet back yeah, so that people could see into it mm-hmm. only like 10 feet and just be like, Oh, what's in there? What's yeah. going to go in here? So and that's the best. You create mm-hmm. that buzz and that vibe around that corner. And then exactly. All of a sudden, that's what everybody's talking about. Yeah. So I, I really think like if you're going to start a business or you're like, wanting to launch your dream or something or you know it's not necessarily your dream but you want to just like be successful at it like get buzzed before so that you have people that are i don't know technically investors in it you sure. know they're not monetarily not but yet. with their time with their mm-hmm. their eyes they share things they like things like that that is money to a business For so sure. you know if you can get that set up before you even open your doors that's just going to be a huge bonus um you already have like a built-in clientele um, and people just ready, ready to go and visit. If they don't like it, they might not come back. But if they do, then they'll be like, yo, yeah. this is everything I was hoping for. And now this is the spot that I want to stay. And Dothan is that town, too, that they don't like individuals in Dothan do not travel by themselves. Typically, No, nah, it's usually groups. Yeah. yeah. We, we rarely have like individuals come into the coffee shop. It's mostly like larger groups mm-hmm. that are probably sharing something on social media or yeah. doing something as a group activity. Um, the only singles that we get are like people going in to study. <laughs> yeah. And that's about it. A comp students show up with a laptop and you're like, oh yeah, this yeah. in for the long yeah. haul. It's either they absolutely want to be left alone or they're in there with like a group of three or more. So. Yeah. How, um, mm-hmm. I know you guys have, um, done a bunch of work upstairs in the, on the second floor Yeah, as far as meeting spaces and being able to use, like rent that out to mm-hmm. people for like different conferences or maybe just a party or whatever yeah. it needs to be like, how's that going? How's well, what all did you guys do up there? Cause I don't think I've been up there in a year or 
probably a year and a half. Oh, snap. You got to come check it out. Cause it is, um, it's totally different. Like the plan that we originally had, if you, if you haven't been up there in a year, there used to be a bar, a that bar was, up there. That's gone. I, I there. ripped it out after building it. <laughs> um, yeah, that was fun. Cause I, it was like welded. There was like yeah. shit like drilled into the ground. It was in, intense. And with then that, we were just I like, mean, with a building like that though, it's already so utilitarian that you don't feel bad shooting a screw into the floor. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So taking that out was like, ah, oh, all right. You know, it's it's gonna be better this way. Wish we would have thought about this before installing, like right. eighty man hours of work to do this bar. Um, geez, but it's become a like cordoned off set of like four different living room spaces mm-hmm. and one almost like studio space. Um, so there's there's a, a dry erase table and like a dry erase board and nothing else in one area. Mm-hmm. So that way it can be removed and you can come set up like a photo shoot, something sure. like that. Um, so there's that space as well as the three other like living room set meeting spaces and a like professional conference room. And then Destiny's office is up there um, and then just some, you know, general storage and whatnot. But is I, it still uh, when I was up there, we we're shooting a cover for the local, actually. Um and Darren shot me a text. He was like, hey, just a heads up. We can hear literally every word that you guys are saying. And I was like, whoa. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it wasn't me. Like, I do have a filthy mouth uh, if I'm off the clock. But, I mean, we're just with a bunch of dudes that love roasting each other. Oh, no. <laughs> and it was so much fun. But, yeah, and you just get kind of sucked into it and just start yeah. dying laughing but no luckily we can't really hear much like going from the first to second yeah. floor so you can kind of have like a more private uh sitting area and you can probably roast your friends in in peace so. yeah we were i was worried that we were gonna get the boot i was like boy <laughs> the management comes up here y'all all gonna get yelled at for yeah this. that's funny no, it's it's a nice space. I'm excited that people have a, a chance to utilize it. We've already had a lot of interest in it. Lots of people booking spaces for anything from like a what was it? We had a business meeting where there was um, like an escape room set up in oh, the right. coffee shop. Yeah, that was really cool. We've had you know church groups come in and, and rent the spaces for like Bible studies and mm-hmm. what whatnot, uh, women's groups, really cool stuff going on. Um, and just happy to provide a space that is affordable for those groups and people that just want to come in and just have a nice little private area to themselves. So yeah, it's, it's been good, good interest, good reception. I was gonna people say, renting like, it with, with that much space up there. There's no reason not to put it to work. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, the, the passive income, like us not having to physically be up there and like mm-hmm. making something yep. or providing something that has been extremely nice. And if I, uh, had the opportunity to do more uh, stuff like that, I would, but yeah. yeah, right now the coffee shop is like 95% hands-on. So looking for more things like that. I'm going to say, yeah, if those, those passive income situations, sign me up for all that. Mm-hmm. I need yeah. about a dozen of those. It's like, I have somewhat a handful of clients. That's it's the same tasks every month. So it's, I can knock it all out. In a day or two, oh, you talking about the bug invasion going on right now? Yeah, just catching my eye. It's all ladybugs. What is huh. up? Go home. <laughs> just go home. Um, but yeah, like I can knock out a month's worth of work in a couple of days, mm-hmm. and that's the closest thing I have right now. 
except for the equity that I'm building in the house and like yeah. random stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is weird though, being like being a business owner and like, have you done anything to start preparing for retirement or are you just going to work yourself into the grave like me? I, like what, like four or five months ago started investing in uh, stocks. Uh, no, heck no. <laughs> you didn't get on that yeah, G spot? No way, man. I was nothing. way too, yeah. Whoa, hold up. <laughs> no, that was, uh, when I saw it, it was like a hundred something bucks and I was like, uh-oh, here we go. Because yeah. uh, I remember like when I first saw that there was like, uh, what was it? Um, a short squeeze. I was like, all right, what's a short squeeze? Looked it up and it happened in like Volkswagen mm-hmm. way back when. And I was like, there's no way, no way a bunch of nerds are going to get this GameStop stock to stay up there. So I was like, not buying it, not getting yeah. into that. No, I'm actually um, investing in like EV vehicles and like battery recycling. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm just trying to think to the future, I guess. There's a lot of small companies right now that are like getting into that. Mm. And it's, a handful of light research away. Um, sure. Definitely some good stuff to get into. Uh, if you look at solar panel stocks, things like that, last year, year and a half ago, 10, 10 cents a share, yeah. like dollar a share, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're up to 50. So I'm just trying to get in front of that kind of stuff because I know it's coming. And with yeah. the recent administration, that's probably a good investment. So, no joke. Yeah. Because a lot I'm, of that's going to be implemented in like, probably the next five years mm-hmm. uh hopefully yeah, i've always been yeah. i've always been a huge fan of like self-sustainability oh absolutely and that's why like that's why the local functions the way it does that's why our whole mission is to like let people know that need to support local business because local local businesses represent our local economy mm-hmm. and if those if our local economy is not flourishing nobody's moving here yeah nobody's spending money with the local businesses and they start crumbling away and that's how you get dollar generals in every old yeah retired building you know exactly, or even man. out in the field somewhere like walmart rolled through a couple of years ago and set up some tiny uh tiny test sites for their like gas station slash grocery setup interesting and i think after a year they pulled the plug on those so they just <laughs> come out and built these buildings and then one of them's a gas station and the other one is uh what is the other one? Oh yeah, there's one out in towards Slocum, and there's another one out um, in Headland. Wow. Yeah, huh. and they were just like they were built to serve like as a mini Walmart, yeah, neighborhood Walmart market thing. And they just said, "Nope, we're not going to do this." That's it interesting. Was like the craziest thing. Yeah, you think that would be successful, but you know, Dollar General's got like a stranglehold on the southeast. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. You go out into the middle of nowhere and there's like one stoplight and a Dollar General and you're like, how did they even how do they even find the address Dude, of this building? We <laughs> were um, when me and my wife went to Fairhope back in October, we were looking for like the closest store on the yeah. Fish River. Dollar DG General. son. Yep. Yeah, right there. <laughs> Dollar General's always got your back. And it's dude, it's the only place I've ever gotten um marshmallows that had melted inside the bag. <laughs> I was like, man, why is this bag vacuum sealed on these marshmallows? And I was oh, like, no. oh man, I think these things melted in here. But they're still for sale? Like Yeah, dude. You think they got somebody checking stock? Yeah, nobody's <laughs> rotating. No. Nobody's rotating. The, nobody's looking at expiration dates. Mm-mm. They're just like, just get it gone. It's already on sale. Just buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. It's a solid business 
set up though, I would yeah. think. Just let me know when an Aldi comes to Dothan because I am interested in that. Dude, Aldis are awesome. Yeah. You can get a steak and a tent and like <laughs> a football, whatever you yeah. want. Go have a day at the lake. All from Aldi. Yeah. Dude, yeah. One transaction, <laughs> one and done. That's funny. I love Aldi. I used to shop there like exclusively in Birmingham. I mean, it's just good stuff. And they the have time. them all over the country. Like, mm-hmm. I don't except know Dothan. Yeah. Yeah, except for Dothan. Aldi, gonna, if you're listening, please come to Dothan. I mean, Chipotle just called it, called their shot on Dothan. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see everybody Where's that going? What? The Chipotle. I'm not sure. Like, okay. Because I've heard it was like, uh, I guess, next to the Hardee's in front of Home Depot. I heard it was going in and retired Hardee's. Interesting. So maybe the Hardee's in front of Home Depot. That one's still running though, right? Dude, that place is, yeah. And I'm Somehow? Not, <laughs> yeah, I've been there. I can, I've lived... I've lived in the neighborhood that we live in for 10 years, probably. Mm-hmm. And that's the closest Hardee's by a long shot. Yeah. But I've been there maybe twice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, same. It's like if uh, if everything else, else is closed and it's like 930, you're like, what's open? Yeah. yeah Hardee's. You want to go get that Frisco biscuit? No, yeah. sir. I do not. Nope. <laughs> I'm also not a big fan of like, I don't mess with biscuits and gravy. I don't oh, interesting. Mess with that's like, it. like, I, dude, I came up in the. On a dairy farm in New York. Oh, yeah, yeah. We didn't have any of that nonsense going oh, on. I guess. <laughs> it was just like, you want these pancakes? Or it was always omelets and eggs and stuff, mm-hmm. obviously. But yeah, never a biscuit or gravy. My family never made them. But when I discovered biscuits and gravy, I was like, all right, that's a that's a staple for my breakfast. <laughs> See, boiled peanuts. I just got into those in the last like five, ten years. Five, probably five for real. I love boiled peanuts. Yeah, that was one of the, that was a hard sell for me. I was oh like, yeah, mm, but for why? And then I tried them but like for why? Tried them later. I was like, oh, this is just like hummus that hasn't been hummused yet. Hey, there you go. No, they that's exactly a, it. Yeah, yeah. They have um, is it? There's a barcade in uh, Birmingham. What's the name of that thing? Is it the one that was the school? No, uh, it's downtown. Huh. Oh, uh, Saturn. Yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't Saturn. No. Saturn's on the corner, right? It's like a coffee slash beer joint. They yeah, I thought they had arcade games, though, too. I think they do. But this is like a straight up, I want to say John's, but it's, that's not it. Huh. Um, like something that's more dedicated to the, the arcade side of things? It's all yeah. arcade. Oh, snap. And you mm. can get like appetizers and stuff from the bar. Um Whoever's in Birmingham, hit me up. Tell me what that barcade was that had uh, the Game of Thrones pinball in it. Because <laughs> we spent like 100 bucks on that thing. Yeah. Um, but they actually, yeah, sorry. I was like, why am I talking about this random spot? They had boiled peanut hummus. Whoa. Huh. Yeah, and it was super good. Yeah. So it sounds delicious, but like when you say boiled peanut hummus, that just sounds like boiled peanut butter and I'm, it's kind of like weird in my yeah. head, but also it sounds delicious still. So Yeah, like peanut down. butter's yeah. got like added stuff to it, obviously, like there's a lot of sugar. Like this is mm-hmm. a savory version. Hmm. That naked butter. That sounds gross too. <laughs> I'm just batting a thousand with these gross uh terrible terminologies no but give me like a 32 ounce foam cup of cajun boiled peanuts and i'll destroy that in like 10 minutes get an instant pot dog you'll be done in an hour oh right yeah, yeah yeah i figured that out and i was just like yo i could be making cajun this peanuts is all I, this is only even if this is the only thing i use it for 
Worth it. Definitely a great investment. <laughs> no, uh, Instant Pots are incredible. You can make beans from hard raw beans in like 30 minutes. Yeah. Incredible. It is yeah. awesome. That's I what we did for New Year's Eve. Nice. Um, where did, so what were your, some of your uh, favorite coffee joints that you visited whenever you're just traveling around? Um, or so are there any, any particular that you remember and drawing inf- inspiration for your place from? Um, not necessarily like any in particular. Um, it's more the, I guess the like culture and vibes that are around coffee shops that are mm-hmm. more special specialty focused, um, that we were interested in. Um, when I was in Birmingham, I frequented O'Henry's quite a lot. Oh yeah. Um, they always had just a really nice, relaxed atmosphere. The one really next door cool. to Rojo? Uh, that one and the one in uh, Homewood. I yeah, used yeah, to work yeah. at Mama G's there, so mm. I would just like walk over. Oh, right. Yeah, it was fun. Um, but yeah, it, it really was just a like an amalgamation of all of the the atmospheres of like every cool shop that we've ever been to, um, and kind of just like drilling down and focusing on whatever aspects that we really liked from mm-hmm. those. So not necessarily like any coffee shop in particular. Um, but like definitely looking around um, online, there's one coffee shop that we love. It's out in, I think, Oklahoma. It's called Cirque Coffee. It's like mm-hmm. a, a C-I-R-Q-U-E. They're really cool. Um, and that's a lot of our like social media inspiration and it some other like stuff. Coffee on stilts. Yeah, probably. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't doubt if they did that there. No, I mean, they probably don't. I'm game. <laughs> Have I mean, the baristas on stilts. The bar is like 10 feet in the air. That'd be so rad. Circus coffee. Huh? Anyway. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> we'll have I'll jot that one down for later. Yeah, we'll like get like that six years down the road. Next to the butt cuts. Jeans. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, we got something there. I'm going to say we're going to butt have, cuts and stilts. We'll have an umbrella corp before uh, <laughs> this, the conversation is over. Oh man. The views too. If you're, if you're wearing the butt cuts and you're on stilts. No, never mind. All right. I was going to say that. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think the staff could wear it. No. <laughs> I think the Department of Health would shut it right down. Probably. As um, long as the stilts got closed-toed shoes on, I think we're good, though. Yeah, more than likely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you just, like, cruise around and we're like, yeah. this is rad. We want rad wherever we are. Yeah, and, you know, um, visiting those different specialty coffee shops, too, It's you, each one has their own atmosphere. So it's not really like we drew, like I said, nothing yeah. from, like, one in particular shop. Um, another great one in Birmingham was seeds. They have a really cool atmosphere, a bunch of couches, mm-hmm. um, like loungy spots. They do a lot of good work too, besides coffee. Um, and you know, it was just drawing all that in. So, yeah. um, I mean, even the ones that we went to that were like out of state and stuff that wasn't in Birmingham, um, you know, you just, you can tell, you know, you walk into a coffee shop and you're like, well, is this going to be like a, a franchise or something yeah, so or like something along for it? His mochas or what are we doing here? Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, you just, you learn the, what to avoid that you don't like. You learn to like focus in on what you do like. And I mean, nothing in particular is like shouting out at me right now. That's like, oh, this name, this name. Um, but really just the, any, cause a lot of them I've only been to once. Yeah. I mean, there's not any of them besides the ones in Birmingham really that I've, frequented multiple times just sure. because they were on vacations or like traveling so um i mean we did go to coffee fest too that was uh before we opened where um, we got to learn a bunch from different uh people that had tea shops coffee mm-hmm. shops um, we got to really learn about um everything that they were doing that was successful and 
turn that into something that we could do um, or use, you know, some of their information that they were sharing um, to, to build our brand. But it's it's really just like a big grouping of all of those yeah. good ideas. And um, hopefully we can just keep up, keep on coming up with more good ideas now that we have that foundation and uh, like a starting point. For so sure. it's it's been really fun uh, leaning into it like what mural city is, mm-hmm. um, and not taking stuff from other coffee shops anymore. Yeah. Now that we do have that foundation built up. Um, cause now we can, I don't know. It's like, it's like meta now We're like, we're now looking at what we're doing and seeing if we can improve or like taking ideas from what we've done in the past and seeing what we can do different or yeah. similar, you know, um, if it was successful, but, um, it's been fun. Yeah. Like I, I know you guys have been dabbling in the retail space a little bit as mm-hmm. far as like, you got Warren Scruggs, uh, Maylou collection spoons and stuff up there. You've yeah, got, uh, yeah. Obviously, Mural City, Mural City merch is up mm-hmm. there. Um, some records all done in house. Yeah, records. Yeah, nineteen sixty nine Record Co. Um, buys and sells record collections, and he's got cassette tapes too. Uh, was it Mandy uh, May? She's got the soaps that we we have with yeah. our like coffee beans and teas and stuff, which we're probably going to be restocking soon. Um, so there's, there's a bunch of stuff that we've like, oh, and candles. Um, we've got, uh, oh shoot, I forgot the name Bushel of her and Peck. Bushel and Peck. Yep. Yeah. Laura. Yep. She's great. Love her stuff. Her products are super high quality. Her and Amanda from Panda Organics are going to be up here Tuesday, maybe. Ah, cool. I think it's next Tuesday or next Thursday. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah that's actually that's a bushel and peck candle right there. Yeah, I, I like glanced down after I brought it up and I was like, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> keep it close. Represent. I mean, we keep it hyper local up here. Like we got all the joints on the table are all well-rooted. Nice, CBD, nice. Uh, before anybody starts calling the feds on me. <laughs> uh, I do have paperwork for all of it. Yeah, they make sure to give you that. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is the best. And they, I mean, being that they're right around the corner from where I live, it's, mm-hmm. it's really a cool spot. Yeah. Um beautiful building too love that oh, house yeah. super cool i actually lived in, like directly next door to that on wow. street huh that's that was the first place i lived in the neighborhood dang do you know how old that house that they're in is uh, it's gotta 50s. be like, okay that's cool architecture for the 50s hm. yeah it was just that's coming neat. to Dotham, man they're about 30 years behind everything yeah right <laughs> built in the 50s looks that's like always the been 20s. a long-running joke like you would see something west coasty and then, like, for real, a year and a half, two years later, you'd see, like, somebody with my personality or your personality, like, embrace it. And then people yeah. would be like, that dude's weird. Or, yeah. Hey, if Apple can stay two years behind the curve of technology and still be one of the most successful phone companies. Why not? Dothan can, too, baby. Get it. <laughs> why not? Um, yeah. Don't get wrapped up in that Apple ecosystem. It's a... Everything in your life will ring at the same time and your head will explode. <laughs> that happened to me. Like I had to turn all the notifications off. I've got uh, between my laptop, my desktop, my watch. I've oh, got, man. I think I only have, yeah, I only have two phones in this room right now. But I've got. Only two? Yeah, I've got yeah. one on my <laughs> coffee table at the house. Um, I just use them for different things. Like one's a uh, drone monitor. Drone, yeah, like you got drones flying around. Keep no, an eye like on if I'm flying my yeah. drone around, that's what I use as a monitor to gotcha, see where it's going, yeah. so I don't crash it. Because I will 100% crash a drone. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind at all. Um, 
But yeah, it's Dothan's a rad spot, man. Like mm-hmm. the the people and the collaborations you can get going on. Like I'm actually working on coming up with a local candle that I'm gonna make uh, all of their vendors hustle for us, oh. and then like on my end, we'll do something with a uh, probably the oh man, wherever Pam Miles works. I see a like child advocacy center or Mm, the mm -hmm. prevention center for child abuse or something like that. One of those, something about kids getting uh, treated terribly. Yeah. That's not something I put up with. No. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Like my wife's a pre-K teacher. Like um, our heart is children. And I never really thought that I would believe that about myself. Mm -hmm. But like growing up, you don't realize like what's important to you until you look back and you're like, well, yeah, maybe this wasn't ideal for me, but I can learn from that and help other people going forward. And so that's, yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing over the last year or two with the local, like, do you guys have kids or plan on having Yeah, kids I got or, one yeah. headed this way. Hey. Uh, it's in shipping. No, okay, uh, good. Yeah. No, it's, it, she's in the cooker. Her name is going to be Olive Elizabeth April. Oh, yeah. That's dude. cute. Little weirdo hipster baby. <laughs> It's going to be fun, though. Like, yeah, everybody's like, are you worried? Are you scared? I was like, scared of what? What are you talking? Dude, I've seen I've seen people get stabbed at the fountain in five points in Birmingham. Hey, I've been robbed at gunpoint in Birmingham. Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like it is scared of what? It's a kid. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Scared of what? The indentured servitude from 11 to 18? Nah. (laughs) Yeah. Somebody, yeah. That's a free garbage taker out here right there. No joke. It sucks, though, because we already got Roombas in the house. Like, <laughs> Roombas are going to be out of business. I know, man. <laughs> These humans are taking our jobs. Oh, um, my gosh. It's crazy. How, um, it's the other tricky thing is like trying to find, um, age appropriate stuff for the house because mm. nothing I own is like kid friendly. Yeah. It's all like, this thing can kill you because of this, or this thing is dangerous because of that. It's yeah. Like yeah. My toy box would basically be chainsaws and vehicles. Like that's all I really want to mess with. Hey, it's like tools. Yeah. I just like creating stuff. No, that's good. Yeah. And driving stuff. Yeah. Once they're able to like, you know, be dexterous enough with their hands to pick up a chainsaw, just let, yeah. them, let them at it, you know, be a, a wood carver, use a chainsaw. Yeah. This is the, this is the sh- the ouchy side. This isn't. <laughs> Stay on the right side. You'll be just fine. There you go. Um, now that's exciting. I'm super pumped. You guys ever gonna have kids? Have you thought about I don't it? know, man. I'm uh, trying to put you on the spot right now. Let's- no, yeah. Well, <laughs> I do think that we might avoid actually having kids, and if anything, adopt. Just because I feel like that would make a bigger difference in somebody's life. For sure. And that is something that is definitely lacking in the United States is adoption. So, you know, anything that can, uh, and also destiny's kind of afraid of all the like side effects of pregnancy and stuff, which I totally understand because she'll be like, she'll be like, did you know this would happen? And I was like, why are people ever having kids? I don't understand this. Yeah. Luckily my (laughs) wife doesn't listen to this at all. So like, okay, good. Yeah. I didn't want to like, (laughs) she's in the same boat. I mean, obviously like, First time 
doing anything like that like mm-hmm. that's a huge undertaking yeah and has got to be terrifying oh my gosh what was it like even two days ago I, she uh destiny came up to me and she was like did you know this one lady's baby fell asleep on her spine and she was paralyzed for two days <laughs> and i was like yo whoa okay uh so adoption let's talk about that some more <laughs> yeah we'll get one that's like already got done. a few miles on it yeah like broken right. in a little bit yeah no i think i think that's probably what we'll end up doing if anything yeah um Bill Burr has a great joke about that, about like how you get to skip all the terrible stuff and you just, just, bam, eight year old right here. (laughs) And like, you don't have to worry about like, well, what are we going to do about daycare or preschool? Like Uh a lot of that's already handled. Yeah, he's already in school. school And then hang out for extended day or whatever they call it now. Yeah, there you go. That's the ticket. Um, You guys, uh, what's your big... You got, do you have any plans for, uh, any adjustments going forward with Mural City or, um, I think just we're, keep, just hold it. We're like, kind of just see where the world goes for the next six months. And- yeah. So right now we're kind of coasting on some, some plans that we have. Um, we definitely want to get into more manufacturing, meaning like, um, uh, tea bagging and, and so, yeah, we already do our own roasting yeah, yeah. and everything. So, um, we already have that side of everything covered, but like tea bagging machines and, um, there we are again. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, uh, you just got to get the professional tea baggers in, you got to get the, um, bottlers, canners. We're looking at all this other stuff for future growth. Um, you know, looking at different local, um, grocery stores and stuff we can move into, mm-hmm. you know, just, just bigger moves that we're like slating for future use. Um, and then other than that, really, it's just kind of figuring out our internals and like where we can move employees to their fullest extent yeah, uh, or like uh, utilizing their talents and hobbies and whatnot to their fullest extent. That's, um, that's one of the things I've noticed in a lot of businesses here is a lot of people just hire people mm-hmm. to do a task and that's it. Like you guys seem to invest you try, I mean, it kind of seems like a mutual investment in each other. Yeah. Where yeah. you're like, we want to hire you because we think you'd be good at this task. But also, we think you bring all this other stuff to the table because of just who you are and what you've been through and like what your journey's been. And everybody's in a different stuff. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's one thing that I hope comes across is like why we hire people. And it's not just to like fill an empty spot yeah, right? in the business. Um, but it is definitely like a mutual benefit thing. Like we're never afraid of anybody leaving to go do whatever they want to do. Um, in fact, we'll help you with it, like sure. to push you out. If you have dreams, you know, we'll help build your wings. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's, it's never supposed to feel like stifling or, um, uh, closed off. That's just, it's just not healthy. I think, yeah. especially as a business like this, where, you know, you don't want somebody to be a, a career barista. But damn, if it's not possible, there are guys sure. that are like winning barista competitions, starting their own YouTube channel, yeah. like James Hoffman. He is an amazing knowledge pool for coffee, has his own YouTube channel with, you know, tons and tons of followers. And he just focuses on the coffee industry and that's his job. And I mean, people get paid for that. Um, other barista championship people start their own roasteries, start mm-hmm. their own coffee shops. Um, I know you know, when we do hire somebody, it's not so they can just be like a career person forever, but if they want to be, sure. we'll, we'll, we'll help with that. And yeah. I, I think that's super important, um, for a work environment and, you know, touching on that some more too. It's, we also do, or try to do at least with our scheduling, like a four days on three days off. So yeah. we're never like, 
you know, working anybody like short hours, multiple days of the week. Cause that again, just gets into that weird, like, well, it's not, well, it sucks for the employee because like, they're going to make the same amount of money and not, and still have to like go see you guys every day. Not that it's like dreadful to go see you guys, yeah. but if you work there, I don't want to go to work seven partial days a week. Yeah, yeah. Trying to condense it into like those 10 hour shifts on it. I mean, there's tons of research on it. There's countries that are making that their standard work week. Um, so, I mean, looking at all that stuff, we just thought that was like the best decision. Plus, we got commuters. I mean, I know Steven mm-hmm. is like driving like 45 minutes an hour to get to work. Yeah. Which is honestly an honor for somebody to right. want to do that. <laughs> um, means a lot to us. Um, but, you know, for, for him to do that trip, you gotta six make times it work. a week yeah. that's more hours driving instead of just four so yeah. you know trying to work with that um you know everybody else's schedule is different but we, we try to work with everybody i mean that's why i'm on the floor so much yeah. honestly and well, so that's I mean, to my that's, detriment too at some points that's but. how you get people there like that's how you make i say make that's how people develop respect for their employers and like i work i i have worked plenty of places that are that is not the case. Mm-hmm. Like I, at one point, I was a um, photographer for one company, like pretty substantial company in the area. Um, and I was driving, I've got a 1970 Chevy pickup. And I was driving that from my house, from basically well-rooted yeah. to basically cowboys on the south side of town. Oh, dang. And it cost me $80 a week in fuel Mm -hmm. and they were like we're gonna start you at minimum wage and I was like no you're not like (laughs) I I can't afford like I have to work about four hours at minimum wage just to pay for my trip to and from work for that day yeah I'm like what do you no this is no way yeah we don't start at minimum wage either like yeah no and that's and I mean that's also important too you know you want quality people you gotta you gotta give them a quality price yeah it's definitely not minimum wage work yeah yeah that's um a lot of people don't realize that too like they're just like well you're whatever 18 20 you don't have family you don't own Mm -hmm. your house like your rent's probably split so you're probably paying three to four hundred bucks a month mm-hmm. the roommate oh you don't need all that much to live and that's how people go from like being in their 20s and kind of climbing that ladder of success yeah. to being in their 30s and still being at the same place they were in their 20s mm-hmm. um it kind of sucks because it definitely doesn't do anything great for the local economy no absolutely not it just stagnates so i mean it's more changes are coming. We'll yeah. see how, it, how how everybody adapts. But, you know, that's that's interesting stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, what was it? Like, I looked up last time minimum wage was changed. It was like 625 yeah, in like yeah. 2004 or something. I don't know Six. what it is now. Yeah, it's it's 725 now. It was 515 when I was in the minimum wage workforce. And I did not stay there long. I was like, yeah. what? I was like, I've. Nah, I, I got to get out of here. make <laughs> more for doing less at my house. Yeah. And that's like, that was one of the things that has made it to where the local and bar media has been able to be nimble enough Mm -hmm. with what we do with our content and like just being able to do almost anything from my phone. Yeah. Yeah. And like I manage six different companies marketing right now. 
like from top to bottom as far as like ad campaigns to mm-hmm. what promotions we have going on to buying commercial nonsense and like yeah <laughs> yeah buying ad space for folks and like i was telling christy earlier i was like i can come into work at 11 like come into the office at 11 and i'm already done with everything that i had to do for the day so like nice there's some days that i might not i mean i'm wearing a hoodie and some sweatpants because mm-hmm. i don't have like necessarily have to be anywhere yeah, and if I can just be, the yeah, more you don't have to dress am, up for me too. So there you go, right? You know, get casual. <laughs> um, I'm trying to get like, I'm trying to get all my chores done so I can go back to goofing off. Like, yes, a hundred percent how I look at everything, and that's why that's one of the reasons that I realized that the normal traditional uh, employment traje- trajectory was probably not for me. Yeah. Plus. I went like I've been a part of so many different projects over the years with so many different amazing teams that if I come and I'm an employee somewhere, like I'm asking questions Mm -hmm. and I'm like, why are you doing that like that? Like that doesn't make sense to me. And this is why. Yeah. What if you looked at it like this and you will get your ass fired every time? Not at Mural City. No. Right. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, We plug some holes in this boat. Uh You see any. Yeah, uh, that's required um, to ask questions and suggest improvements. Yeah, and I think <laughs> yeah. that should be, that's how, like, that's how people get excited about going, getting up and going to work every mm-hmm. day. Like, what time do you guys open? Uh, seven. What time do your openers get there? Six. Yeah, I'm not doing that for any amount of money. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just <laughs> But it's one of those things, like, when you're excited about it and when you're, like, personally invested in it and your ideas are heard and some, mm-hmm. and in some cases implemented, like yeah. It makes you take pride in that position and for that sure brand. And like, it's just, it seems like the, just seems like the best way to not have the employer be frustrated, not have the employee be frustrated. Communication that, is vital. Yeah. yeah all all that, directions. Yeah. All those vibes are felt in all those seats, whether they're behind the bar or upstairs or at the house or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. It's um, when you own a business, like so much of your personality gets rolled up into the living, breathing business itself. Yeah. That like if you come in and you're annoyed about something, like somebody might take it the wrong way. And be like, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's mad at me. And then all of a sudden yeah. some weird animosity happening. No, I've, I've had to definitely do some like mediation in between employees and stuff, but nothing to where I'm it's, it's never like dad mode where i'm like all right kids now you got to separate and you got to you know don't talk to each other for blah 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 yeah. i'm like all right so what you got a problem with okay well do you want to talk to them about it i can be there for you sure um but if you guys can handle it like be friends you know like you can kind of try to like push that but not to a point where it's a detriment on their like mental health or something because obviously yeah. there's going to be some problems you need to fix but like getting them to to be a family more so than just like coworkers is definitely part of the goal. A hundred percent. And if you can just support that atmosphere in every aspect of your life everywhere, then you should probably be pretty good to go. Yeah. So. That's how I've always looked at stuff, which is why it's real easy for me to work with people. Mm-hmm. But I also know myself well enough to be like, all right, this isn't going to be a good fit. And I'll bow out and be like, Hey man, like, or whoever it is be like, yeah, I wish you guys the best, but yeah. I don't, I either can't take this project on because of this or like, honestly, it just goes against some of what I believe in yeah. as an individual and like 
but I can help you get in contact with somebody that will take on this project. And yeah. Whatever needs to happen, let's make it happen. Um, progression for everyone. That's how I yeah, was looking yeah. at it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you're not doing that, then you're just regressing for everybody, and that's just yeah, nobody's not productive. Work with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally, that's not productive. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you guys have any weird stuff with the pandemic? Like, I know you probably had to close for a little bit. And yeah, so we actually had to lay off everybody except Marlena. Um, and Marlena volunteered to stay on with us during mm -hmm. the um, shutdown of restaurants. Um, she was slinging Spro by herself behind the bar when it was, you know, uh, 10 customers an hour yeah. or something. So we got down pretty low. It's where we were honestly just making enough for like three employees. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was kind of scary at some point. Um, but you know, having that, that drive to keep it going and everything that's, I mean, we had to adapt and adapt quick. Like we did not have a plan for it. Yeah. Um, so it was really just like. I feel like younger people have a easier time like realizing that and like just going after it where a lot mm -hmm. of like the older generation that have done, they made the same, we'll say shoes or just a shoe manufacturer. They just, that's all they do. Yeah. And if they're like, all right, well feet are banned now. Like <laughs> everybody has a meltdown instead of being like, all right, well what's not, Yeah. Like, what else can we make with the same ingredients? Like, Mm -hmm. Let's do it. And honestly, if you hate the fact that things are banned or things are like done in certain ways, like malicious compliance is your best way to combat that. Yeah. Where you're like, I'm going to do it, but I'm also going to do something better and cooler and also make more money. Yeah. <laughs> like, actually, um, you know, following through with that and what we did was have a pandemic box that honestly helped us so much. And I am so thankful for everybody who bought one of these. Mm -hmm. But what we did was we put a pre-order box together with a shirt that was like hand drawn designed. Um, it had like, what, what did it have? A bunch of stickers, like some coffee, I think, and some tea. Um, like you could pick a, a certain tier for it. It was this really cool pre-order box that we put together and we gave, um, like lifetime discounts to people who bought oh, them. Right. And, uh, you know, that, that was something that we were like, you know, you got to act quick, get like an influx of cash and hopefully all of our people that love us, love us enough. And, yeah. <laughs> um, so we pushed that out there and we got such a great response from it. We, um, I mean, that was, that was honestly a tremendous help and, even thinking about putting together a like pandemic relief box. Like mm -hmm. this is honestly like your donation to us to help us keep going through this for sure. and for people to actually want to purchase that and everything. Like I said, it meant a lot. Um, but just adapting in that way was super important for us. Um, mostly because our business like solely thrives on people coming Being in. Being able to come in. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we don't have a drive through. Yeah. We have gotten, seven million offers to do DoorDash, uh, all this other oh, stuff. Yeah. But I don't want my driver like, you know, sitting there and like next to a coffee is like, takes like a nice little sip off yeah. the top and like sets it back down or something. So, uh, that's always kind of freaked me out about the coffee and like drink industry yeah. doing DoorDash. But, um, you know, we've avoided that. And does hooligans have DoorDash? I'm just kidding. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, is that legal? I don't think that's, I don't think that's legal. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, that avoiding all that stuff and then the pandemic hitting, it was like, that's the yeah. only way we make money is people coming in. So luckily now with the like half seating capacity, we are such a big establishment that we still have enough seating for mm -hmm. people to come and enjoy the space um, and be, you know, like um, 
responsibly distant from each other, you know, six feet for all the tables, everything like that. Um, Having all that now and actually having people able to come back in is is good. But, you know, we still want people to be careful and think about us and all the other service industry people. Wear your masks, do everything you can to stop the spread. Yeah. Um, But, you know, we don't I don't ask my employees to enforce it mm. mostly because i'm scared of them getting like spit at or like yeah <laughs> something no, like, no, like have a rock all. thrown at our building or something so we just honestly try to like shift that focus into it being like a personal responsibility to keep those that you love safe yeah and hopefully they love us <laughs> if they don't you know just come get your coffee and just spit in my eyes or something I but guess. that's fine dude that's i was at um for whatever reason if you have a iPhone and it goes terribly wrong, you have to take it to Best Buy. Oh, interesting. And Geek Squad gets to tinker with it. Huh. Which is super weird. Um, so I was at Best Buy the other day and getting my phone swapped out because the screen was acting a fool. And this lady walked in with no mask on, straight up to the counter, bypassed the entire line. So you already had a pretty decent idea of who this lady was before, like, she even opened her mouth mm-hmm. and she goes to start complaining that her, um, she waited, she was waiting for too long in the curbside, whatever. So she came yeah. inside when, and they're like, ma'am, you have to have a mask on. She's like, I'm here for curbside. She's like, well, you are not curbside. You're now counterside, <laughs> which requires a mask. And she, dude, she was mad. She's like, she put it on, like didn't really put it on. Like, it was yeah. like around her chin. And I was like, I don't know if this girl's going to double down and be like, no, man, we can't serve you until you yeah. strap that face up. Like, yeah. And see, that's, that's the position. I just don't want to put the employees in. I've seen, um, target enforcing them. Yeah. Um, it's weird though. This, like we I have signage, we have the mandate, we have everything that yeah. says like they're enforced. But I mean, if you're coming in and you're like F the system, like I'm not going to be like, no, F you, buddy. Like, that's that's not my place. That's yeah. somewhere inside your own head to be, like, responsible for yourself and or the government. But, I mean, I'm not going to say, like, that's something that I want them to do is come no. in and be like, put a mask on. So I don't need that. I don't know. It's just hard to enforce it. Like, mm-hmm. when people Especially are left up to their own employees. devices, like, they get lazy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Everything, mm-hmm. everything that all technology is aimed for is to make us do less. Yeah. I mean, you, that's you, been... You remember the beginning of Wally, right? Where all those people no, were like... No, man, I'm old, too old for that. What? I'm all like right. 40, man. Hey, Pixar is timeless, so you should I'll watch Wally. I'll yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. It's good. It's it's about the planet. My it's wife good. will not let me watch like anything geared towards children because she has to watch so much stuff for these four-year-olds oh, that she yeah. works with. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like she works with... A bunch of terrible people. No, she legit <laughs> teaching them pre-K kids. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, she's not. Don't put on a cartoon after work. <laughs> don't put on anything with a song that's mildly repetitive. That's I don't think there's any songs in it. You should be good. Yeah, I'm. So Wally, I remember when it came out because I told everybody that it was the um, prequel to Short Circuit. Was, uh oh. Is it what short circuit? You never seen short circuit? No, I don't Johnny think Five? So. I'm gonna have to look it up. What? It's an eighties <laughs> movie. Um eighties movie about this robot that has a soul. 
And huh. uh, the second one, he joins a gang. It's pretty sick. Whoa, okay. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, I remember iRobot. Los Locos, but... man. <laughs> That's where that comes from. Interesting. Um, how have you never... I'll let you borrow it. I think I've got it on Betamax at the house somewhere. Okay. Um, Before we wrap up, what are your... I always ask people their top five things. And today I wrote down your favorite food, your favorite place... It doesn't have to be here. Okay. None of this has to be anywhere in particular. Gotcha. Um, your favorite hobby, favorite place to go shopping, just retail in general, not necessarily like okay. for anything specifically. Yeah. Like what's yeah. on second is would be yeah one of mine. Okay. That place is awesome. Um, and favorite events that you've seen go on around here. Gotcha. What you, okay. What you got on my food, homie? Hmm. <laughs> Muffalettas. Really? Dude, I am. If you got an olive tapenade, I will shovel that into my mouth. What is that? Hot's Deli, dog. Ooh. They have a muffaletta kits. I think it's okay. Like, they're twenty one dollars and twenty one cents. Twenty one twenty one for the year or nice. twenty twenty one. That's what it is. Twenty dollars twenty one cents. Um, but it's like the whole loaf, like everything you need to make it. Whoa. Okay. With the olive tapenade or. Uh, Word. I will check that out. I love Hots. I did not know they had a muffaletta kit, but that is oh yeah, that's dude. up there now on my list to go buy. Yes, sir. Those cool. things. Okay, they're awesome. Yeah, um, I just love that. And they got king cakes too. Pan- king cakes? Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought you said pancakes. I was like, yo. No, I wish they did. They did do <laughs> breakfast for a little while years ago. They had peach waffles that were delicious. Dang. But um, unfortunately, love they did, did not follow through with all that planning. Um. <laughs> Favorite place? Which were your favorite places you've ever visited? Oh, man. So I think as far as like non-business, non-commercial, non-whatever, like yeah, actual just just places, yeah. um, the deserts out west mm-hmm. were super cool. I love the fact that like you can look over the horizon and see like a town and then mm-hmm. you're like, oh, let's just go there. Yeah. And then you spend like the next three hours driving and you're like, Holy shit, we're only halfway there. That right. looked like it was... 10 miles away from you. No, you can see like a hundred miles. Yeah, I'm not messing with insane. I don't mess with remote Nevada. Yeah. I don't mess with remote Arizona. No, remote that's, Texas. Nah, no so, reason. Have you, so we actually you lived driven in, from San Diego to Alabama? You are in Texas for all three days of that journey. <laughs> really? Like you get there. I remember we left like, I don't know, it was like around Christmas one year. We left out after work, like eight 30, at night, and then, like, yeah, we made it to Texas. We're in Texas for another 24 hour hours straight. Yeah. And then, like, for a few more hours the next yeah. morning. And you're like, no, that's a long state. That is the longest drive. Yeah. Uh, we made it a few times, and it, we were only, like, not even halfway into Texas, but that's that trip is still, like, 10 hours to get, get out of there. To yeah. Get across there. No, the, uh, the, the deserts and like wide open areas like that were mm-hmm. honestly my favorite experience just because, I mean, I've never seen anything like that being from somewhere in the Southeast where it's like hilly and then your, your line of vision gets broken up. Yeah. There's trees. Everywhere. Um, so, you know, it looks small and you're like, Oh, this is just the, this is what the land looks like. You know, then you go out there and you're like, dude, I'm small. Yes. This is impressively yeah. big. Yeah. So just getting that feeling of like, this place is massive. Yeah. And you're like the awesome. only person four miles yeah like, yeah no it was, awesome. it was cool i really like that uh atmosphere all right uh what are your some of your favorite hobbies i'll let you list more than one all right um so i i like playing board games i like playing video games um grew up with the technology boom so mm-hmm. 
I kind of have no choice. Um, and then making coffee. I love that. It's Good. a more newfound hobby, but super fun. I love it. Um, it's just like cooking. I love cooking yeah. too. I mean, honestly, there's so many things that I dabble in. It's like really hard to choose a, a favorite hobby. Like I like biking. I like board games, video games, yeah. cooking, coffee, like all of it's equal, equally like shared in my mind. Like there's not one specific thing that I would like drop another for. So I'm, I'm weird about, um, I will pick up a hobby and go all in mm-hmm. and then it'll still be in there, but I won't mess with it for like two or three years. Yeah. <laughs> like one that like that truck that I've got at the house is one of them. Like it's pretty sufficiently built. It's pretty outrageous actually. And then like I worked on that for a while and mm-hmm. I've got tons of parts that I've ordered over the years that are just sitting there like waiting yeah. for that to come back through the cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And waiting like, for it to like spark again. You're yeah. Like, oh dude, I got to get this truck done now. <laughs> yeah. And I've got a, like, um, a boat that I'm working on here and there. Like, okay. I don't ever work on stuff long enough to finish it because I want to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Like I, I don't like work I, on stuff to, f- I work on stuff to, to make it. It's not about the final fine. product. Yeah. It's about the journey. That's it. Yeah. No, I got you. Uh, yeah. I'm the same way with like, outdoor stuff like mm-hmm. camping fishing whatever like yeah totally down with sometimes all that stuff like you won't catch me doing anything other than fishing for like a month at a time dude if, if i had the like time to go escape into the wild for like three or four days oh for sure i would be out there not like non-stop that, should plan a trip definitely let me know where when i will try to make time for that i've got a new jeep coming in in a couple weeks okay and, uh I've, I don't have enough doors to support this family. Yeah, yeah. According to the wife. And she doesn't <laughs> want the kid having plastic windows next to her head. True. What? Yeah. Yeah, glass shatters, dog. What do you want? Yeah, but a car can just like come right. Well, a car can come through both. Dude, look You're at right. that. I mean, look how crazy my Jeep is, though. You think anybody's going to hit that thing and it's going to bother me at all? <laughs> Not really. No. Nah, no. Nah. I used to have a, a Jeep Wrangler X, like mm-hmm. 2004. That thing was awesome. I loved it. I've only spun out once in it, which was super terrifying. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the windows That's got short cut. That's short wheelbase, dude. That's not yeah. good for, for not spinning. Have you had the death wobbles in your Jeep? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was also terrifying. Yeah, don't um, take it over like 60 miles an hour. No. <laughs> those things are not made for speed. Yeah, the drive from like Birmingham to Enterprise when I had to come home Ooh. in a Jeep Wrangler with plastic windows, dude, yeah. in like February. <laughs> yeah, like that you was get home, miserable. Your, your jaw's all tired from clenching your teeth Yeah, the whole way. No, of course it had the tires on it too and everything, so it was, it was yeah. rough, man. I don't, I take my Jeep to the beach and outside of that, like we better be going in the woods because I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not driving. Like, it's already bad enough to just have to drive it. Mm-hmm. But, like... First gear or nothing. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's creep for about five days. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Apalachicola's got a bunch of rad spots, too. I don't know if you've been down there in their national Mm-mm. forest. No. Woo! Okay. Yeah, that's where we need to go. i have to check that out. Um, what's your favorite place to go blow money at? Thrift stores. Yeah. Yeah. I've loved thrift stores. So one of the things that was on the list that we didn't really get to was some of the furniture. Yeah. Up like that was upstairs. Oh, no, mm-hmm. There's more. Yeah. You, you I gotta check it out. Is. Yeah. But like you guys have found some rad stuff. I think like 80% of my belongings are from a thrift store. And if it's not from a thrift store, it's cause it's technology. Um, yeah. something that I use like every day, um, or something that just doesn't get 
deposited into thrift stores. So if it's if it's not there, I mean that's that's the only reason I don't have yeah. it from a thrift store. So um, secondhand is amazing, and nobody should be afraid of wearing secondhand clothes. I know that's like right. a phobia people have, but drop it. That's done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the same thing as you're washing your own clothes. Like, yeah. After the first time you wear something, it's technically secondhand. So yeah. <laughs> you ain't returning it for nah. sure. I mean, these boots, like 10 bucks. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. You can't beat that. No. Um, what are some of your favorite events to participate in or just go watch or. Oh man. They don't have to I haven't be. like been to an event in so I was gonna long, say, dude. It's probably city <laughs> what kind of a, any events? I don't know. Ago. Yeah. Uh let's see. I, I've been to multiple concerts. I mean, concerts are probably the main events that I've I've liked to go to, the yeah. things that I make plans to go to. Um Oh, what are your what are your favorite concerts you've been to? Oof. So I went to Warp Tour in twenty thirteen. All right. Which was awesome. I got to see a bunch of cool bands, August Burns Red, um, who else was there? Chiodos was there. It was like Mazda Flames. It was sick. Um, oh, what was uh, uh, Texas in July? I oh, lost right. a shoe there. It was incredible. Um, but yeah, that going to like um, concerts where people are probably like shouldering each other or something. That's that's probably the thing that I would make time to go to or plan in advance. Anything other yeah. than that, I'm just like flying by the seat of my pants. So <laughs> that's the way to do it. Like I've always, I've been. I was really not into going to shows. Like I have a weird thing about crowds, mm, mm-hmm. which is kind of strange because that's all I did for years. I tour managed a band for a year oh, and wow. just roamed around and shot photos of them, made sure they got where they were supposed to be. That's cool. Yeah. And, but like everybody that knew me while I was in that position was like, how well are they paying you for you to do this? And I was like, I mean, I'm just, don't worry about me. Just, yeah. I'm all right. <laughs> well, um, I'm here. Yeah. But it was like so much fun. It was so much fun. I miss that culture a whole lot because it's like a huge family, no matter where you are. Like mm-hmm. everybody that's into the same music is I, like, there's just a camaraderie that comes, yeah. comes with it where you don't get that with like a, I think the only other place you really get that vibe is like, I don't know. Like skateboarding is like that. Like BMX is like that. Like, yeah, you can like where you can just look around a room and like see your people. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, that's definitely it. Um, I mean, music tastes that for sure brings everybody together. And when you're in a niche music taste, like the stuff that um, I've been to, mm-hmm. it's it's everybody's there. That's they're just gonna love it, and they don't care about anybody else there. So everybody's yeah. just chilling, and it's it's nice. Um, when you get into like the bigger genres and stuff, I'm sure that feeling kind of fades away. It gets where a there's like, watered down. yeah, where there's you know you'd probably go to like a Lady Gaga concert and you're like a super hype Lady Gaga fan, but then you see like a 12 year old next to you and you're like, yeah, and then like this is strange. Her dad that doesn't yeah. care about anything there. <laughs> exactly. So you know when you get into the like, you're going to see I don't know like Dance Gavin Dance. You're like everybody here is the same, <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's a good thing. It's not like a bad, like, Oh, this is like an echo chamber. Yeah. It's, it's everybody has the same interests miss, and it's just super fun. I miss those small, small record store shows. Ah, oh, dang. I don't think I've ever been to something that was like um, super intimate like that. They do some at uh seasick in Birmingham. Yeah. They do a bunch of rad ones. Like they did one 
couple of years ago with uh, St. Paul and Broken Bones. Oh, man. Dude, they're good, too. Yeah. Oh, I went to Slossfest, too. Like, the one year that they had Slossfest. Oh, yeah. That was super cool. Saw Nathaniel Rateliff. Um, what was it? Alabama Shakes mm-hmm. there. Like, it was impressive. Good lineup. And I'm sad that it's gone. Dude, I, so I don't know if you were around when Furnace Fest was a thing. No, I was, like, right after that. Yeah, yeah. like, um, Stretch Armstrong played one year. Like, I think Some 41 played one year. Oh, that's cool. It was Dude, Fat Lip. Oh, I yeah. would I would hit something to fat lip. Um I gotta dig up that lineup, but I've got I actually have photos on my desk from that weekend. Wow. Like Red Bull sponsored this best trick contest for the like and the back of sauce where all the um where the pond is. Mm-hmm. There's a set of stairs walking down onto this concrete pad. Yeah. And that's handrail is like famous for skateboarding. Dang. That's um, cool. Yeah, our buddy James Hardy ripped that thing apart. Like Craig <laughs> Kirk and Daniel Cutliffe and his brother Riley, like Wow. That Birmingham skateboard scene back then was unbelievable. Yeah, what is it? Um, the shop that's downtown. Faith. Faith, yeah. They've been I open spent, for like oof, 30 years almost now. Redemptive Cycles is right next to that. And when I said yeah. cycling, that was when I was in college. That was like all I did was I was going like 20 miles a day on mm-hmm. a single speed, like not fixed yeah. gear, but like single speed bike. It was incredible. And like that. Those communities are amazing, and I know they work really close together. Yeah, um, redemptive and faith. So. I know my buddy David. He's um, he used to go on long, like long rides. Yeah, I guess I don't know what the the terminology is, but him and a bunch of dudes would get together with their bikes. And I think it started out a redemptive, and they would just cruise around town. Yeah, like, everybody's got a six pack. Oh, that's fun! Everybody's yeah, just cruising, dude. They they had like um like a bike night like every Wednesday where like hundred hundreds of people sometimes yeah. like it was easily like a hundred people deep like going through the streets of Birmingham. They had the guys like that would break off on both sides of the roads and like block traffic, yeah. which is probably totally illegal. <laughs> I mean, um, but they did it. Safety in numbers. Yeah, right. So I mean, it was such a cool thing. Very cool experience. That was. I didn't spend enough time there to like learn anybody's names or like get super involved but i wish i had yeah that, that group was awesome um, we need to, we should start one here yeah <laughs> i think i unfortunately kind of like messed up a tendon in my knee so i can't do like super long bike rides anymore but yeah, yeah. i don't think i've got thanks birmingham no. <laughs> dude those hills man yeah right Some things is wild well mm-hmm. i appreciate you coming in today man for sure it was everybody fun. that um everybody hit up zach and company at mural city coffee on instagram yep Mural, yeah, murals. Let me let me double check. Yeah, <laughs> usually I write it down, but I'm like, oh, it's just M C C C C C C. There you go. Um, it is. See, this is Destiny's job. Uh, right. On. <laughs> it's also my job. I'm blowing it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's at Mural City Coffee Co. Yeah. No spaces. Go. There you go. Um. Yeah, y'all y'all do a hell of a job. I'm very excited for you guys. Thanks. Yeah. And, uh, it's been fun to watch you guys too. Like, um, I'm 100% a lurker and yeah. like, <laughs> I'll like, I'll reach out to people. Um, like we've really been talking about this for a long time, mm-hmm. but a lot of times, like I'll hit somebody up out of the blue and they're like, I didn't know you and like, trust me if I'm calling, well, you, I've been watching. I've, yeah. I've been creeping on you for about my drones. Years. They're out there. Yeah. yeah, they're not so much anymore. You can't fly them at night without paperwork. And oh, that sucks. I know, man. That's it's like some the, of the best footage of the yeah. night. Um, but yeah, like like Laura with Bushel and Peck and Amanda from Panda Organics. Like, 
I've been, I've been watching y'all. That's cool. I love yeah. seeing like people do their own thing and like, like without outside influence. Yeah. Like, yeah. And like that's, those people are like who make the flavors and the culture of an area. Mm-hmm. And like, my job is just to tell people about them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Being yeah. a news outlet or whatever, even though we don't like, I don't, I'm never going to cover politics. Fair. Like, <laughs> yeah. Cause they're fair. Yeah. I don't, this office is only on the second floor. Like it would have to be like so far removed <laughs> from accessible. Oh no. Like it is a pain to get here, but not if you're mad. Yeah. Right. You can get here if you fired up. <laughs> this windows is an arm throw. Yeah. Arms throw. Yeah. But yeah, it's, um, it's good to see so many people in our area like get passionate, get motivated, go out and make something. Mm-hmm. It's super rad. Yeah. Also, if anybody's listening to this that doesn't live in Dothan but uh, is trying to do something creative, there are so many open holes and niches to be filled. Please sure. do it. Yeah. There's, if you want to do music, there's like 10 people doing music. If you want to do, I don't know, another cool niche shop, there's like one person doing yeah. it. The economy's open for it. Please do it. <laughs> yeah. And that's like right now it's weird because people seem to be really apprehensive to open businesses mm-hmm. during an active global pandemic. Yeah. Which I don't, I think a lot of people just didn't get that memo. Yeah. There's like, Oh, business as usual again. Um, but yeah, like you don't need all you have. The most important tool you have is the one to get that job done. For sure. And so like you don't even have to own that tool. You can rent it. You can whatever mm-hmm. it is. Like, the local library actually has uh cameras and video yeah. photography stuff, everything They'll like give that. It to you for free. Yep. You can just sign it out. <laughs> um that's wide open, man. You can definitely make some waves here. Yeah. And that's that's honestly the most fun part about Dothan to me. It's to almost make like a blank slate. Really is, yeah. Which is um yeah, when I moved back here, it was one of those things. I looked around, I was like Y'all don't really have an events thing, listing or anything going on? Weird. Yeah, weird, yeah. <laughs> Especially for like for a town whose biggest complaint is there's nothing to do. It's because nobody knows about it. Yeah, yeah and that's exactly <laughs> what I yeah. aim to fix. Like, yeah. I started like a goofy happy hour. Like, basically, like, if you want to spend $100 a week and live like you're a king and that it's spring break all the time, here are the seven places that you need to know and when hmm. you need to be there. And that's kind of how this thing got kicked off. Like, that's cool, man. It's, um, it's been a long, long journey, but it's been a fun one. Yeah. And really like if it's not fun, I don't want to fool with it anyway. Yes. Yeah. If you're not having fun, it's probably not for you. Yeah. Just <laughs> enjoy your life. That's what you're yeah. here for. And you can make money off of it. So. Do that. Well, yeah, dude, thanks for coming in. Yeah, for um, sure. Anytime. That's episode 164. Uh, Like, follow, share, subscribe, all the things. Uh, Don't do drugs. Uh, Support our sponsors. Support local. Definitely support local. Check us out next week. Um, We've got Bushel and a Peck Handcrafted coming in and Panda Organics. We're going to talk about uh, symbiotic relationships. I mean, that's not exactly the title of the episode but it could be hmm. there's so many people willing to mash up like ideas and like collaborate on stuff now mm-hmm. it's fun very excited to see it all right that's i'm hanging up bye <laughs> 
you'd like to be a guest on the Wiregrass Local podcast, give us a shout at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Wiregrass Local or hit us up on Friendster, MySpace, or LiveJournal. That's all fake, but you know what I mean.